What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another Namaste, the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul and having positive goal-oriented talk. So today on this episode of the Namaste podcast, this is the bedtime edition. And if you missed the first episode of the bedtime edition, then you may not know what the heck the bedtime edition means. Well, (laughs) basically, I am currently on my bed and it is pretty much bedtime and (laughs) I'm in my jammies and I just felt like I needed to, you know, talk to y'all because I think a lot of inspired thought happens at bedtime and it makes sense because at bedtime we are in a relaxed state otherwise known as a meditative state. And if we can get to a meditative, relaxed state, then that is when our mind is usually most open to allowing your creativity to flow. So anyways, it is bedtime and I am chilling and I'm feeling inspired and I wanted to talk to y'all about triggers. I've been thinking a lot about how often in our daily life, we don't realize that we are being triggered and also how often we trigger others. So let's first start off with what does it mean to be triggered in case someone is listening and you don't necessarily understand. So to be triggered means that some person, place, or thing has in some way said something or done something that has caused you to feel negatively. And that feeling comes from a past negative experience. You may not be aware of it, but when you are being triggered, something has caused an emotion to arise within you and you may not necessarily, well, I mean, you might have never looked further than the surface level of, oh, I'm just feeling angry now. But usually, if you challenge your thoughts or challenge how you're feeling and you ask yourself, why am I angry? Where does this come from? If you spend a lot of me time, usually you can get to the bottom of a belief that you have about a certain person or circumstance or thing. And you will realize that you are just being triggered, that in some way, your emotion stems from a past negative experience of some sort. So let's talk about a few signs that may make you aware of the fact that you're being triggered. So one, you may feel scared or annoyed or angry. Usually those are the three main ones, but any negative emotion is pretty much a sign. If you haven't really thought about this before, don't sweat it. This is a very new topic for me as well, something that I have in the last, I would say, two years been working through. And I think it stems from the fact that our culture is kind of promoting being surface level. And that might be a very broad statement to make, but I just think that it's curious as to why we don't challenge our thoughts enough. I think it's interesting how quickly people believe things that they watch on the news, how quickly people believe what they're told. And I think just in general, 
we are quick to want to believe something. And it kind of makes sense. It makes sense because we want to have faith in our own mankind. But I do think when it comes to our personal lives, we really need to challenge our own thoughts. We really need to challenge how we see the world. And we need to challenge our blocks because by doing that, that's the, I think personally, the only way that we're going to work through them. I think we are meant to challenge our blocks and beliefs so that we can create new beliefs and therefore we'll be able to move past our blocks and our souls can grow and we can learn and improve. I don't think we're meant to be stagnant, you know? (laughs) So where do we start? Where do we begin? How do we start to recognize our triggers and the things that we believe that might be standing in our way from moving forward towards the life that we want? First, the thing that I did that worked for me and helped me in the beginning was journaling. Now, I'm pretty sure every psychologist I uh, have ever seen, I've seen a few in my time, not that old. So yes, I've seen a few. (laughs) And they have all recommended journaling. And I think it's for this reason. Journaling helps you understand your thoughts. By putting your thoughts on paper, you can see how rational or irrational you are. I actually studied cognitive behavioral therapy a few years ago. I went through this program through Ryerson University, uh, the university I actually went to in Toronto. And I got to sit down with one of the master's psychology students and we did CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy together. And she helped me work through a lot of my issues and helped me understand that through writing down your thoughts, that is one of the ways that you can help, you can begin to understand yourself. So if you don't know what CBT is, it's a form of therapy where you essentially write down your thoughts and you help yourself by challenging those thoughts and then replacing your your thought eventually at the end with a more positive neutral thought. So once you've challenged it, then you're usually at a point where you feel a little bit more neutral. So there's something called a thought dialogue. I highly recommend everybody look this up. It is the most brilliant thing ever. Honestly, it's my go-to for anytime I'm feeling low negative or I feel like I'm stuck in a haze of sadness and in stuck in my own narrative I always go to a thought dialogue and every single time it helps me understand where my thoughts are skewed so getting back to my original point journaling does the same thing so journaling can help you see where your thoughts are skewed and we all have skewed thoughts because we all have perceptions perception biases that we have created and that is just what helps us get through the day you know how people say first impressions aren't always correct well that is definitely true because a first impression is what creates our perception on someone and sometimes based on how we're feeling in the moment when we meet them or just what's going on in our brain our perception may be skewed 
and that may skew the way that we think about a person. So anyways, a thought dialogue truly helps with this and journaling helps with this. And if you kind of look around your life on a daily basis, if you, you know, take one day and you write down exactly how that day went, the conversations that you had, what you experienced, how you felt during those conversations, you will then be able to gather enough evidence to show you what is going on in your brain. So let me break it down even further. Everything that is placed in your life is a reflection of what you need to know about what's going on inside of you. Now, I know that is really hard to swallow, (laughs) but once you decide to understand this, you can learn so much about yourself. By waking up every morning and realizing that if your room is messy, most likely you have a messy mind, that will do wonders for you. If you haven't ever heard that saying, it's 150,000% true. A messy house equals a messy mind. And if you haven't ever heard that before, then right now you're probably thinking about all the people that you know with messy houses and most likely you're going to be like, oh yeah, they, yeah, they, they do seem a little like they need to get their ducks in a row. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) I first heard that saying years ago before I understood this, but everything in your life is a representation of what's going on inside of you. Like that saying. So start there. How does your room look? Is it messy? All right, you got some things you got to deal with. First, start with cleaning your room. (laughs) Well, there's a weird laugh there. I kind of like laugh and choked at the same time. (laughs) Laughed and choked. Oh, man. (laughs) It's a choke laugh. Anyways, (laughs) getting off topic, but start there. So journal everything. I mean, you need to get detailed. What are your work surroundings like? What are the kinds of conversations that you're having? How do those conversations make you feel? Everything is evidence and everything will help you see what is going on inside of you. Everything will help you understand how you are thinking. Okay, so once you have done this, once you have taken, let's just say one day, let's challenge ourselves to take one day where we are just completely present and aware and then write down everything that you have witnessed in this day. And after doing that, look over what you wrote down. Look at any moments throughout your day that you felt angry or you felt sad, and take some time to think about why you might have felt sad or angry or frightened or scared, whatever feeling has come up. Is this situation familiar to you? Have you felt sad about a situation that might have been familiar to you in your past? Perhaps as a child, did you ever feel frightened in a similar situation, I truly believe that a lot of our beliefs about the way that the world is was formed when we were children. When we were children, we were in a blank slate. 
right? We we came out of our mother's womb, not to get graphic, but <laughs> that's what happened. And we don't know anything. They say that between the ages of zero to seven, we are the most vulnerable. That's where we learn how to be humans, where we learn how to get by safely in this world. We learn all of our most valuable traits and characteristics. Same thing. (laughs) See, I I always edit what I say out loud. It's a little quirk I have. So (laughs) if you don't already know that about me, then I mean, learn to love it. (laughs) But anyways, those are our most valuable years. So a lot of the time when we're doing self-reflective work when we're working on understanding ourselves and trying to help ourselves grow and move past our blocks we learn that a lot of the time those blocks were formed between the most important years between zero to seven so if you had any dramatic experiences happen to you when in between the ages of zero to seven usually that is a big theme for a block in your life so For example, my parents actually got divorced when I was six years old. That's, well, I mean, technically seven, eight-ish, but the chaos in my life and my house started around five, six years old. And I learned a lot about how men and women can be in relationships by observing. You know, as a kid, you observe your parents. They are the representation of how a human acts. You learn all of your behaviors from your parents. So if there's some aspect of your family that's dysfunctional, then that will essentially be the cause for a block that you will later have to work through in your life. So, I mean, everybody has to deal with this in some way, shape, or form. Everybody has some something in their family that's dysfunctional there's not one family that's perfect that's why there's so many hilarious Christmas movies (laughs) about dysfunctional families because everyone can relate there's always the crazy uncle there's always the weird tech guy (laughs) or the nerdy family member or the really outgoing one or the snobby one everybody knows this everybody can relate to this everybody has some part of their life some part of their family that's dysfunctional and so we all have blocks it makes sense we all have things we have to work through so the point of me bringing this up is that between the ages of zero to seven This is where we form all of our ideas on how the world works. And this is where our blocks are created. So knowing this, you could probably look at a situation in your life that causes you the most grief and realize that it's probably pinned to something that happened to you when you were really young may even be be 10 or 12 it doesn't doesn't really matter I just mean within the first you know what when you're a child when you're a child you're still trying to figure out the world and so you create your beliefs based on what you are told and what you observe right so anyways most of what we deal with through adulthood at least through our 20s from what I understand and what I've read and my own experience is dealing through all these weird belief systems that we have created for ourselves based on things that we 
formed, understood, believed as a child based on what we have observed, right? So just by journaling, we can figure all of this out. By seeing our thoughts on paper can do wonders. So try it. Take a day, observe, let yourself feel, (laughs) write it all down, and really analyze where those feelings have come from. I mean, of course, even happy feelings are triggers as well, but we don't really need to analyze them because we are happy. But if we think about it, anything that makes us happy has also to do with something that's from our past that has brought us joy, right? So anyways, something to think about. And once you start really analyzing what your triggers are and working through them and trying to decipher what those core beliefs are and working through trying to change them, that could be a whole other podcast episode because that's something I'm really obsessed with and I've gotten really good at in terms of dealing with, you know, changing my own belief systems and creating, you know, better paths for myself. That's a whole other episode. If you'd like to hear that, just send me a message and say, hey, I want to learn about changing my belief systems. (laughs) And I will definitely do that. But for right now, while you're working on that, and once you really start to move through a lot of these triggers and these past beliefs, you will begin to also witness everyone who is being triggered. Man, oh man, on a daily basis, do I see everybody being triggered now. Now that I'm constantly working through my own triggers, I constantly am able to have compassion towards everyone else that is also being triggered and also whom isn't aware of it. There's so many people that get triggered every single day that have no idea. So that's kind of what has motivated me to create this episode is knowing how many people out there don't realize on a daily, hourly basis they're being triggered. And if they just do some self-reflection work, work on loving themselves they'll understand themselves a little bit more, understand what drives their sadness. And they may come up with some solutions for themselves. You know, I'm truly a believer that we can work through all of our blocks on our own. I mean, obviously, there's some circumstances where someone might be so depressed that they truly cannot see their thoughts logically and clearly, and so they really need some extra help. I, I believe in that because I've been there. But for the most part, I think most people are in a place where if they just force themselves to sit down and journal out what they are thinking and challenging their thoughts, they could really get somewhere with that. They can really start to begin to understand themselves through doing that. So for everyone listening... I challenge you to challenge yourself, (laughs) challenge your thoughts. I challenge you to, for one day, journal out your thoughts, journal out your day, your perspective, what you see in your day, what you feel in your day, your surroundings, everything, journal out everything. Because also like attracts like, right? 
if you're in a, you know, negative mindset, obviously positive and negative is relative to the person perceiving it. So what is negative to you might be, you know, positive to me. Who knows? There's a gray area in that at some, in some circumstances, obviously, because I think the world can agree that killing is, uh, is a negative <laughs> thing. But in any case, for the most part, a lot of it is relative to the person perceiving it. So anyways, if you're in a negative mindset, most likely you are also going to be attracting more negative things to you. If you have a belief system that is negative, most likely you are going to be attracting negative things to you. Okay, for all the people out there that hate on Mondays, that believe Mondays suck, their Monday's always going to suck because they believe it. So know that you are triggering yourself if you are someone that believe that Mondays suck and that you can undo that. You can have a good Monday by undoing that belief, by coming up with a counter belief for that. You got to untrigger yourself, man. I, that's, I think that's what life is all about is is figuring out what your blocks are, what your beliefs are behind those blocks, creating positive beliefs, whatever that may be for you, creating the life that you want through a, a positive, more positive belief, and training your brain to believe that. Of course, though, because <laughs> no human being is perfect, that will essentially lead to another block in your life that you'll have to unwind and, and and figure out the belief behind that that you need to change and we're always going to be working on ourselves and if if you're not improving yourself if there's nothing left to improve then you will be dead <laughs> because that is the human experience that is what life is all about it's about learning and growing anyways wow this talk turned into something even more than I thought it would. <laughs> but anyways, I hope you are motivated to work on yourself. I hope you leave this conversation feeling a little bit more inspired to give yourself a little bit more love. And the first step is journaling. It's such a small little task. And that that little task will help you to understand so much about your life, so much about how you see the world and what beliefs may be controlling your experience right now. And once you start doing that, like I said, your compassion levels towards everyone else that are also having problems in this human experience will raise substantially. <laughs> your compassion level towards people will just be over the roof and you will feel so much more peace inside yourself. The key to loving others is by starting with loving yourself first. You know what I really love? <laughs> I love <laughs> how on airplanes they say before helping the person beside you, Put your mask on yourself. You know, when they're talking about those oxygen masks and, you know, if an emergency situation, you need to put on an oxygen mask, they say to put yours on first and then help the person beside you. Because, yeah, I mean, how are you supposed to help the person beside you if you yourself can't breathe? <laughs> 
Or maybe it'll take so long to help the person beside you that you end up dying because there's no oxygen left in the air. You're no help to the rest of the world if you don't help yourself first. That's life. That is how life works. You must learn to help yourself first. And through helping yourself, you will learn to help others. Because others are a reflection of you. Bam. (laughs) All right. Well, before I end this podcast, special shout out to every single one of you that has taken the time to give this podcast five stars on iTunes. You know who you are. Those of you that left reviews, those of you that have liked this podcast or individual episodes on SoundCloud, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you. This is still a baby and I am so excited as to where it's going. I'm so passionate about it. I'm so motivated to work on it, which is so lovely. You know, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I really struggled with consistency. Man, (laughs) that was a big block for me. I think I associated my inconsistency with a family member whom tends to be inconsistent about things. And once I got over that, I realized, no, 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 no. That's just an excuse. When you find the thing that you're most in love with, that you're most driven to pursue, that you're good at, that you love from the bottom of your heart, you will be consistent. And this is it for me. This is something that I love so much that I'm so excited about. The fact that I get to uplift someone's day by just, you know, a a little one hour conversation is so exciting to me. The fact that I could reach a number of people and, and make someone smile by my ridiculousness or by introducing someone to an inspiring, you know, leader or (laughs) just goal-oriented person is exciting. The fact that I can influence conversation to be a little bit more positive, to uplift the world in a little way is really motivating and exciting to me. So thank you to everyone to whom everyone is what I wanted to say but (laughs) that makes no sense to everyone who has supported me so far who has taken you know a moment out of their day to like one of my Facebook posts or tweets or to respond to any one of my Instagram videos man I appreciate you it means like so much to me so thank you and if you are wondering who has won my Instagram contest well technically it's the namaste first contest but i put it on instagram i will do the reveal via instagram and then on the next episode of this podcast i have been so busy recently and on top of that i haven't really felt driven to be on my phone as much i think because i've been so busy i've needed to be focused and i've just been throwing my phone away a lot in the last like week week and a half i would say So I haven't really been going through my comments or Instagram messages. So if you're someone that has sent me a message, don't worry, I will get back to you ASAP. And I think tomorrow I'm going to sit down, take a moment out of my day and really go through all the comments, get back to everybody and then choose a winner. So I'm very excited. I saw that there was a lot of people that actually participated. So thank you so much 
for participating. I'm excited to give away my first giveaway. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to do many, many more, man. First of many. I think giveaways are so fun. And I just want to continue to give back to everyone whom has continued to give me support. I appreciate it. I love you. So thanks for listening to this episode. I hope that in some way, shape, or form, it has excited you to go and just take, you know, a couple days and journal and and work on figuring out what has been bugging you, what your triggers are. And if you need any help with understanding your thoughts or maybe you're having a hard time deciphering maybe what your triggers are or what those beliefs are behind the triggers, I've been thinking about maybe creating a program around this and teach people how to identify when they're being triggered, why they're being triggered, and get to the root of these triggers. And so I've been thinking about creating a program, workshop, whatnot, and if you're interested in this, send me a message via Instagram, at Melissa Malati, and I'm going to sort of keep tabs. But I think this is something that I want to create. I think this is my next step, possibly. It's something I'm really good at. And, you know, I really love helping people get to a place of loving themselves. So message me if that interests you. Anyways, going back to this podcast, I hope it also helps you find a little bit more compassion towards everyone else. We're all trying to figure out how life works, how to get through this weird experience. There's no map or rule book that teaches you how how to live life. There's no one right way. So we're all doing our best. And I think at the end of the day, we all just got to work on loving ourselves and continuing to spread love and compassion. So I love you so, so much. Once again, if you like this podcast, please give it a five stars on iTunes or a like on SoundCloud and share it with any friends that you think may also benefit from listening to this podcast. I think everybody needs a little uplifting in their day these days. And so I'm going to do my best to include everybody. (laughs) Love you so, so much. Have a fabulous evening and namaste.